Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Here on FM 104. Remember, you can listen to us in a variety of places. You might be listening now on your smartphone, smart speaker. You can also listen on a radio. <laughs> Those things. Uh, and also on Virgin Media Channel 930. So um, uh, joining us now um, on the line is somebody who kicked off... Pro- I'm going to presume a challenge that there's a strong chance you've been tagged in over the last while. Again, Saoirse has been tagged in this. I have been tagged in this. I, you know, I don't want to brag, but I went and uh, did it today. But they've been uh, doing it all for the, the HSE frontline staff and frontline workers on you know, I think I think it's one thing about being Irish. I think we're rather generous and charitable when it comes to uh, when when stuff goes wrong and the proverbial hits the fan. We're, we're pretty good. Uh, joining us now to talk a little bit more uh, about that campaign, the person who actually set it up and the founder of the fundraiser, uh, Fiona. You are very welcome to the show this evening. How's you? Good, Cormac and Thanks so much for having me. No worries at all. So, um, this I'm looking at the fundraiser page, but for anyone who hasn't yet heard of, for, for anyone who isn't on Instagram and has not been tagged in this, can you explain exactly what you've done? So basically, it's a challenge where you run or walk or do your 5K in whatever way you want to. You donate your five euro to GoFundMe and run for a HSE Heroes, and basically, you just nominate five people to do the same. Now, I'm really happy that you said you could walk as well. <laughs> because, Fiona, I, I have donated and I will continue to donate. And I am so unbelievably proud of everyone working in the front line. They're incredible people. So I will support in any way I can. But I'm so unfit. So the thoughts of running for 5K, I think I'll actually collapse and die. Yeah, and our HSEs are already stressed, so we can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, See, like, oh, we didn't think this through, did we? Oh, we, we've caused more problems for, for the nursing front line staff. Uh, but listen, Fiona, what, what's the story? Like, what's your background? This was, why did you do this? So basically, I work as community pharmacist myself, and I saw the struggles we were having in gaining like PPE, and obviously, we're not in such a high risk role as themselves working in the hospital. So I decided to just set up something so that I could help. And I noticed a lot of my colleagues on Instagram had started a challenge in the UK. It was doing the same thing for the NHS. I did a bit of research over here and saw there was nothing set up for this kind in Ireland. So I said, sure, why not set it up myself? And how much money has been raised so far? So this evening we hit the over 200,000. It's absolutely phenomenal. That wow. is Insane. I'm looking at it now. Just uh, I'll refresh it again because I'm, I'm sure people are donating. Um, yeah, they are. They're constantly donating. Two minutes ago, two minutes ago, three minutes ago, 10,670 people, uh, 73 people have donated. 2,000, 206,591 euro. That's insane. 
Yeah, and it just gave some scale. Like it was only Monday at lunchtime work we were celebrating that we reached over a hundred thousand. When I set this up, my initial goal was a thousand euro, which I was going to buy it to hand over to Bowmount. But like, really, just growing exponentially. Does so it just make you so then? proud to be Irish, though? Oh, it really does. And even just reading the comments, like when you come home from work and just sit there and read some of the comments, and people are just so grateful for what the HSE has done and are doing every day. Yeah, no, it, it's it's mad times we're in at the moment. Right, so the 206,000, I mean, that, that's obviously gone. A thousand euro, as you said, was going to be donated to, to one hospital or one, one centre. This might, is this become a slight bit of a problem now? How do you divvy out 206,000? Yeah, so I've been in touch with um, some of the hospitals. So when it, went up, when it started to go big, I, got, I added the list. So I expanded that list. So we currently have eight hospitals. But we're going to expand that further to include another four. So at the moment, we have um, St. James's, The Matter, Conley, Bowman, Limerick, University Hospital, The Mercy in, in Cork, Waterford, and Our Lady of Lourdes, and Drada. But due to the phenomenal success, we're going to expand that further, include Palace, St. Vincent's, Cork University Hospital, and Cab in general. So it's just brilliant that everybody's donations for what we can actually achieve. Listen, Fiona. And what is the money going towards? So the money Sorry. goes towards a mixture yeah. of things. So it depends on the hospital themselves. Like obviously PPE will be included in that. Mm. Staff welfare, simple things like tea and coffee facilities and stuff for um, so just the staff room. And then one of the hospitals is saying about they're going to purchase some new tablets and phones so people can contact their loved ones. Because obviously with COVID, people are being isolated and can't, the family members can't go into the wards. So just simple things like having Skype there to contact their families make a huge difference. Um, as well as that, I mean, there's 206,000 raised. I'm sure no one, Fiona, will have a problem with you taking six grand for yourself and going on a lovely holiday after all of this is over <laughs> and kind of going, you know what, you deserve it. Happy days. The ninth hospital is Fiona's hospital. <coughs> this is uh, the hospital of St. Fiona. We need another scandal after this one. We need a funding scandal. That's what we're known for. Money going missing. And there'll be a whole tribunal next year and it'll be magic. It'll keep us entertained for, for months and months and months. So, um, I suppose it, it must be it must have been so mad. When did you start to realise that, you know, this was exploding? So I think on Friday, we were on, I was on the phone to one of the girls and we were delighted that we were going to celebrate the 20,000 mark. So that was only Friday, just gone, like the 17th. Yeah. And then I had said on Monday we reached 100,000. So I think it was Friday we were like, oh, this is big. And one of the girls was actually joking, being like, oh, this could reach 250,000. I was like, no way. But just goes to show the power of social media. Yeah. And the fact that like a lot of people have lost their jobs at the moment, they're going through a very stressful time, that they, it just shows how nice people are and they will give what they can to help. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is one thing. It makes you so proud to be Irish and how generous everybody is. So how long more is this going to go on for, do you think? I really don't know because people have been asking me that and so every time I look at it, it's just going up and up and up and I don't see the point in stopping it if, if it's going to bring funds are going to increase and we yeah. can benefit so much more hospitals. So I'm happy just to let it roll until it starts to dwindle off. But at the moment, it doesn't look like that's going to be any time soon. Um, so, and just a, a, a random question, right? Uh, with the GoFundMe setup and website, uh, it's increased again, 206,656. <laughs> um, uh, I wonder, are you doing that as well? Are you constantly refreshing the website, seeing oh, how it's yeah, going? Oh, yeah, yeah. As I said, like, when I set it up on Saturday, on the Sunday morning, I was flighted myself at 300 euro, and I was like, oh, this is brilliant. And then, like, every time there was thousands, every time you've gone and checked it. 
Are you able to uh, withdraw funds without closing down the campaign, if you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, you can. So, which is brilliant to be able to do that. Oh, yeah, because that'd be good. It'd be unfortunate if it was locked up until it ran, but at least you can get, start getting some of the funds out to some of the different uh, organisations and hospitals that they need the most. But listen, um, this is phenomenal. Now, I did my 5K run today, but I'll be honest with you, it wasn't exactly a 5K because I have not ran in months, and at least <laughs> six minutes into the run, I was in absolute bits. But I did, I think, what was it? Uh, it, it was just listen. It was just over a mile. I'm embarrassed myself, but I donated. I did a mile. I still have to tag people. So one of the people I'll be tagging, Saoirse, is you again. I know, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I've already decided after speaking to Jared earlier on, I'm going to do it, I promise. But like you, I probably won't be able to do the 5K, but I'm going to do my best. And then you can tag, I don't know, who are you going to tag? I've loads of people I could tag. Yeah, loads gonna, of people. Uh, yeah. Tag people who would absolutely hate to be tagged in it. And That's then we exactly. can just send them this interview with Fiona and go, how could you tell Fiona, no, she has done so much good for the good people in this country and the situation that we're in. Uh, but well, you know what, Cormac... What I was going to say there is you, you might not have completed the 5K, but you could have walked the rest of it. I co- uh, okay, now, let's wrap it up there now. Sister. See, you don't have to run. You don't have to break your back. We know we can stop and walk, <laughs> which yeah, is great. great. That's, that's damn it. Okay, so listen, you can walk the 5K, you can jog the 5K in your own time, um, and you tag a few fa- mates and, and get them to do it. So how do people donate then, Fiona? So you basically just go on to the GoFundMe, just type in Run for HSE Heroes, and the page will come up. It is that easy. Run for your HSC heroes and go for me. Uh, listen, Fiona, thanks a million for popping on. Huge congratulations um, with the success. I wonder, I mean, I, let's not throw it out there, but 250,000 is probably definitely going to be smashed in the next couple of days. And listen, who knows where it'll go from there. But thanks a million for one, that setting that up. And two, popping on, chatting to us this evening. Thanks so much for having me. No Thanks, worries, Fiona. cheers. Legend, good luck. Talk to you later. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, bye. We'll do. Thank you very much for that. Cool. Seriously. So, well, like certain days. Tomorrow. Certain days we talk to people who may have inflatable boobs or we talk to people who, you know, break <laughs> make Guinness World emojis. Records. Or yeah. make fart apps on the iPhone. <laughs> Guinness World Records for sitting on a toilet, whatever it may be. Yep. And tonight Important we've spoken to, yeah, exactly. Tonight we've talked to two incredible people that are putting me to shame. So They're I need to just get up and do it tomorrow and I will. They're putting us all to shame, but all, all for a good cause. And listen, get you out of the gaff. You'll be going mad inside the house. And if you can't run, get out and walk it if you can. Um, and do check that out. Listen, um, that is Fiona from the Run for HSC Heroes. On the way, we will be doing Down With That Sort of Thing. Careful now. It's a roundup of some of the weirder, stranger, crazy stories from all over the world. One which involves a man who is a fashion designer who decided to make a bag using a human spinal cord for the handle or the strap. You call it a strap on a handbag, don't you? Yeah, but I'm not okay. You don't have a handle on your handbag. No, it's a strap, and I'm not okay with this story. Yeah, yeah, listen, more on that next here on FM 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. F104, Cormac and Susha here. I hope you're well. Still to come on the show, an update. A bit of a, I don't want to sound clickbaity, but a shocking update for you with regards to our online scammers. Uh, big, big developments. We were promised 50 grand if we just paid them a couple of thousand euro of our own money. A typical kind of scam that a lot of people have tried over the years. But there is some, some news that I will tell you about in, a, in about 10 or 15 minutes time. Before that... Down with this sort of thing. Careful now. FM 104. Oh, Simon, down with that sort of thing. Careful now. A roundup of some of the weirdest, craziest stories from all over the world. I'll give an early trigger warning because some of these stories, one in particular is a bit insane and a bit grim, but you have been warned. I don't like grim and I don't like insane. 
Listen, that's what we're here for. It's Wednesday. It, we're going to get dark. We're going to get heavy. It's going to be a little bit awkward. First up, though, uh, a woman's life was saved. She was shot, but uh, the gun, or the bullet, I should say, deflected off something and saved her life. Any ideas what it deflected off? Um, oh, sometimes I've heard that it can um, bounce off jewellery, like a necklace. That's a good, that, yeah, that's a, a very, very good guess, but uh, no, incorrect. Go again. Um, was she wearing a type of bag or a leather jacket or something? Um, maybe, a, maybe a button or something that was on the jacket. Okay, nothing that she was wearing. Oh. Oh, her boobs? Way, her boobs. Not her real her, boobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she has got bulletproof breasts. It's a genetic mutation that some <laughs> women have, one in 10,000, and they just fire them away. Pew, pew, pew. No, um, she had silicon implants, and this happened over in Toronto a couple of years ago. They've only released uh, the news about this, but uh, the silicon helped deflect the bullet away from her. She was shot at close range, and instead of going into her heart, it was deflected away from her and saved her life. I mean, I'm not a fan of fake boobs, to be honest. I'd never get them myself, but um, but if they're life saving. If they save your life, I mean, why not? This is what it's going to be. I'm going to listen. If we're talking to Simon Harris tomorrow, I'll be like, listen, maybe fake boobs should become <laughs> mandatory because they can save lives. Okay, and we have to do every team, everything that we can to make sure that the health of the nation. <laughs> we all go around in double G's. <laughs> <laughs> listen, people in nursing homes will get them first. They're the, for the first port of call, uh, and then we'll isolate it out there. No, but uh, there's a picture. They've released pictures and images of the boob, which are uh, the bullet, which was jammed into the silicon implant. So it went through the the front part of it, and then it got stuck at the back of it. So it it, it kind of was moved out of the way of her heart, and pretty much got lodged in the silicone implant um, and then that it went, that did wind up fracturing a rib but it only fractured a rib instead of like ripping through her and killing her well they were money well spent then weren't they there you go now yeah. can you get boob insurance like we should be able to claim off the insurance it's like a car accident I mean technically if I was a surgeon I would be so honoured that I'd probably you know get, do her boob again there's no you like know? accidental damage on your boobs or anything is there third no, party fire I mean, theft my God, if she didn't have them, she'd be dead. Yeah, so this is what the doctor said. The bullet wound entry was on the left breast, but the rib fracture was on the right side. The bullet entered the skin on the left side first and then ricocheted across her sternum into the right breast and broke her rib on the right side. The implant, the implant caused the change in traje- trajectory of the bullet and saved her life. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. There you go. Good news story. Very good news story. And again, if you're on the fence about getting your implants, there you go. Need we say anything more uh, than that? Happy days. Uh, continuing on with the, the boob theme, we're going to move on to bras um, now. But a California woman, uh, she's being praised because she helped hatch a duck egg, a duck egg, a duck egg, a duck egg by carrying it in her bra for 35 days. What do you mean carrying it in her bra? She found a duck egg that was like on the ground in a family park over in California while she was out for a walk. There was no mammy duck around and she didn't want to let the little baby that was inside the egg die or perish. She couldn't find the nest. She didn't know what to do with it. So what she did was she picked it up. Oh, she kept it warm. She kept it warm. She put it in her boob. So she just kept it in her boob the whole time? Kept it in her bra for 35 days. That helped keep the heat up. Uh, And then over the course of the month, and in 35 days, the egg was grand. It was alive. It was inside, um, eating and growing. And then after 35 days, it uh, cracked open and it was hatched. Oh, my God. Aren't boobs amazing? Aren't they, though? <laughs> they're saving lives. They're creating lives. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is St. Boobs wow. Day.
Mark it down. What, what day what? is today? The 22nd? <laughs> no, I don't even know what day it is anymore. 20, 22nd, 22nd of April is now St. Boobs' Day. I'm impressed. That is yeah. very cool. Because it's something that you probably wouldn't think of doing. So fair play to her. And people probably thought she was mad when she was doing it. But look, she saved the little, the little chick. Uh, yeah, so wrapped it in a paper towel um, when it was in her, in, in her, in her chest um, and I put it in her bra for ages and the, the boob sweat and the heat helped keep it at the right temperature and saved the little chick's, head, the chick, the chick's life or the duck's life, whatever Adorable. it is. Adorable. I love that There story. you go now. Yeah. Again, now I'm going to be searching the streets for little duck eggs. <laughs> <laughs> the next I want to give it a studio, go. Your cat will be in there. There'll be a pheasant <laughs> and a seagull. What are you doing? I'm saving the wildlife. <laughs> Who please. do you think I am? I'm not Pamela Anderson. Okay. <laughs> I don't have that much room. Yeah, it wouldn't exactly be a sanctuary, but you might be able to foster one. Um, foster one in the bra. But listen, there you go. go. So that, good news from, uh, from, from, from that side of the world um, as well. Uh, moving on to, do, do we want, yeah, we're going to go into the Grim Stories because we have to do this. First and foremost, uh, around the world, as we all know, because of the coronavirus lockdown that we're all in, because it's helping to slow the spread of the virus, which you're seeing good numbers come out, we know that, right? Certain people um, are breaking quarantines all over the world um, and they're not abiding by government rules, right? And they're doing yeah. that for whatever reason that they're doing. Over in Indonesia, uh, pe- people who violate the quarantine... Now, this, this I shouldn't say this isn't protesters. This is over in Indonesia when people who just happen to be... Uh, going past their limits of social distancing or their quarantine limits, right? Not necessarily mm. showing up at a courthouse and ruining the crack for everyone, right? They're just going out uh, and walking too far or staying out too late and doing those things, right? Guess what the, where the Indonesian government is locking the people who violate their quarantine? Um, I don't know. In a haunted house. What? Yeah, so apparently there's this notorious uh, haunted house in Indonesian folklore. Um, there's huge people believing in the supernatural, believing that there's been sightings there, believing that you can hear voices there and screaming there. One of these places, kind of like the Hellfire Club in Dublin, right? This is the Indonesian version of this in Jakarta. Or Jakarta. And so what they've done there is their health agency and the people who are making the rules uh, decided to send the rule breakers up to the haunted house and they will keep them there for violating the quarantine. Well, that's a good idea, isn't it? Mm, yeah. I mean, yeah, put them in a haunted house and let them be scared shitless, let's be honest. Uh, yeah, not a bad way. So imagine that. You're going to be locked in the Hellfire Club if you break quarantine. Dun, dun, dun. So um, it's an abandoned house. They've outfitted it with beds. They're obviously di- distanced. They've got curtains and stuff in there. But, um, I mean, a, a bit weird. I know in- Indonesia can be a bit of a a strict country at the best of yeah, times. But they I are mean, sending. They should probably go to jail. That's what they should probably go to, but um, it, I mean, a haunted house is second best. Of, it's a haunted jail. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Worse. I mean, I, I'd be like jail or haunted jail. I'd be like just normal what? jail, please. Well, there's obviously someone there to make sure that they're staying in there. They're not allowed loose. Yeah, there's security and there, there's lads up there who are keeping them locked in. It looks very grim, though. It looks very, very. You yeah, know. well, serves them right. They should have stayed in. <laughs> you know, God, no, no, no grey areas for you now, sir. She is there. No, absolutely not. Right. Too serious. <laughs> All right, moving on um, to the next one and the last one here this evening. Okay, this is this is grim and it's disrespectful. The person who did this and it's disgusting. But let me know what you think about this. Right, there is a fashion designer, and he has been making his own gear. He's Indonesian as well, by the way. He's a fashion designer, um, and what he has done is designed himself a new. 
When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, handbag. Okay? Okay. And he claims, now I will say, that because this is on the internet, I will preface this by saying this may be bullshit, but it doesn't seem to be bullshit, mm. right? He has made himself a brand new handbag, it's white, and the skin of the handbag is made from uh, alligator skin and tongue. And the the strap for the bag is made out of a human spinal cord. Now, obviously you said this at the start, um, what? Putra is this guy's name, P-U-T-R-A. If you want to go to his page, it's up on Instagram. Uh, he's been designing stuff for the last number of years. He Why does he have access up. to someone's spinal cord? So he said it was ethically sourced. So this is what he said. He said this was ethically sourced. But uh, I'm going to read this out, and this is a bit grim again, right? He is selling this bag for $5,000 in a a designer's over in in, uh, Los Angeles, right? And it is made of a child's spine who had osteoporosis, who passed away, and he claims that the family donated it for his project. No, he's a sick man. He He is is a sick man, isn't he? a sick man, yeah. And anyone who buys that is equally as sick. That's horrific. Uh, now, it well, looks like why, he may have why you would even want good? Why you would even want to make a bag using someone's spinal cord, whether you know it was donated to you or not, which I find hard to believe anyway. Why would you want to make a bag out of that? And a poor child's no, that's so disturbing. Uh, yeah, so again, obviously, when this went up, there was a, a hell of a lot of outrage. And, and and controversy over it because everyone was like it's insanely disrespectful to try and I suppose it is that that is the extreme I didn't think we could get much further than peak poxy influencer culture and fashion designer culture and styling all that you know mank that's just toxic right this guy has taken someone's spine and made it fashioned it into a handbag some of the pictures are screenshotted that are still up online he's deleted it off his account since um, so. That that is what is happening over there at the moment. Uh, by Arnold Putra is the guy's name. If you want to check him out on Instagram, only has like a, a thousand followers, and maybe it was a PR stunt. Um, but people, the the, the 
uh, article that I'm reading here said they reached out to him or they reached out to two osteopaths to have a look and analyse it to see was it actually fake or was it real and they have claimed that the handle and the strap was certain, almost certainly made from a human spine. Um, they couldn't determine whether or not it was belonging to a child but certainly this was made from alligator skin, alligator tongue and a uh, human spine. I would go as far as saying he's a psychopath. He's done stuff before so he's made uh, leather jackets using human ribs in the design. No, no, there's not something your, not your type not, of thing. There's something not right with you if you're if you're thinking along them lines and that interests you to make something out of human body parts. It's disturbing, absolutely disturbing. A L- little bit grim, isn't it? Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. yeah. Listen. So, so there you go. Um, that's happening. The Instagram page. If you want to have a look at the weird stuff that he has put up uh, by Arnold Putra, come under a massive backlash for doing that. But that has been the round of the weirdest stories we could find on the internet this week. If there's anything that we have missed, do let us know. Um, uh, you can drop us a WhatsApp into oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four, and we'll be sure to, sure to give you a shout out um, in the next couple of minutes. Uh, also, and we'll include your story. By the way, we'll include your story in uh, down with that sort of thing. Careful now. Also, our online scam. A quick update on that. Coming very, very shortly. Here's FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. For Cormac and Saoirse here with you, uh, still to come on the show. I uh, we're recommending terrible movies for you to watch here on uh, on Netflix. By the way, some of the worst movies that you can possibly possibly find. Um, and last night's movie was a tripe called the uh, the Perfect Date. Yeah, the Perfect Date. Now I've seen this um, a good while ago. And I remember thinking that was one of the worst things I've ever watched. It was it was pretty bad. Uh, listen, I watched it last night. We'll, we'll be reviewing that. Might have another terrible couple of movies for you to watch. So if you enjoy watching horrific movies and just laughing at how bad they can be and, uh, you know, putting yourself through uh, a lot of pain watching those, we'll do that a little bit later on. Uh, good evening, Aaron. What's the story? Aaron's out in Blanche. She's dropped us in on WhatsApp saying, Hi, how come you had to work from home? Uh, well, we are now, I'm going to say... Uh, the only station in the country who have implemented full a full uh, weekday schedule working from home. Uh, it was just a plan for the last while to make sure that we were all social distancing, leading by example, I should say, and not... Uh, yeah. um, so the studios are pretty much empty and we just wanted to see, one, was it possible for everyone to work from home so everyone could be a hell of a lot safer, not have to come in, possibly spread the risk of infection. Uh, so that's what we're doing. So, uh, Aaron, this is the first evening that myself and Saoirse are working from home. Uh, there hasn't been any major cock-ups technically yet. I'm sure there will be though because oh, you know, I'm sure there will yeah. touch wood touch wood touch wood I'm sure there will be so stay tuned for those might be better than any of the actual radio that happens here this evening but uh, <laughs> cheers for your text anyway um, on the way next though I have some I have some news oh what news is it news 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 so if is it you good news have, uh, it's interesting news it's good yeah oh. it is good news it's good news it's interesting news if you were listening to the show last week quick roundup, quick recap online scam doing the rounds people pretending to be your relatives and telling you via Facebook private message, hey, just email this dude and you'll get some money from the World Health Organization. We were told we would get 50 grand from the World Health Organization. It's a scam. Okay, so we're very, very clear on that. There is no money from the World Health Organization. But we've been emailing them back and forth. We're 60, 70 emails deep. And then last night, I got an email after the show from the gentleman... Angent Moore Blessing is our friend who is the scammer. Uh, I got an email with some interesting pieces of information that I was then able to further a little bit of an investigation and find out a few things that I, I don't know if this person wanted us to find out. Anyway, a few interesting things I found out and I will tell you about them next here on FM 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. 
It's Cormac and Saoirse here. And if you've been listening to the show for the last uh, week, I suppose, we've been doing this now nearly, I think, bang on a week, you'll have heard about our little email scam that we've been involved in. Yeah. Now, obviously, yesterday, there wasn't a huge amount of progress. No, there definitely was not. So to give you a quick recap, there's people who, the latest scam on Facebook is people will clone a relative's account of you. um, And what they'll do then is they will make it seem as if they are a distant relative and they'll message you on Facebook and they'll turn around and they'll say, hey, do you know what? You can get loads of money from the World Health Organization. So um, this happened to um, a friend of mine and I was talking to them about it and I said, hey, do you know what? Uh, what did they say? And they said, here, listen, all you need to do is email this number from the World Health Organization and you'll get 50 grand from this relief fund. Now, this is all BS, by the way. This is a scam. There is no relief fund from the World Health Organization. Um, so what we decided to do was email a dodgy e- e- Gmail account that the person said to contact to get our money. Not thinking that we'd get very far with it, but we got an email back. The, the email account was under a John Smith name, very badly broken English, asked us to fill out a form saying, like, what's your mother's name? What's your father's name? What's your mother's maiden name? All these kind of crazy things and then we filled it out stupidly saying basically um, you know what's your mom's name I was like oh mom is my mom's name what state are you in I'm in an emotional mess that's the state I'm in at the moment right so and they didn't say anything about that like they just took, took that information at face value it, that was it. That's why we were kind of like, okay, they don't really know what they're going on here. Let's see what the crack is. So uh, they took it at face value and didn't really turn around and say, uh, okay, stop taking the piss. We're trying to scam you here. They were just like, okay, let us check all of the details on your form and get back to you. So they did that. And uh, then what wound up happening was uh, they were like, we're waiting to process your application. And then um, we will see if you are uh, available or accepted to getting the f- getting the funds. Then they said, oh, you've been accepted, but you need to send us on some photo ID. So now we're like, aha, here's what they're at. They're actually looking for maybe some identity theft or some identi- identity scams. So they asked to send on a photo ID. So we sent on a photoshopped image of an Irish driver's license with a cat in the picture called Rainless Goo, of yeah. course. Of course, yeah. I mean, you'd think at that stage they were going to go, right, okay, let's stop emailing these guys back. They're clearly taking the piss. That's it. I mean, if I got a driver's license with a cat on it, I'd know (laughs) maybe we haven't caught this one. Maybe there's something up that we're not doing, right? So then we thought all was going to be lost and they'd finally cop on. But then they said, oh, your ID checks out. Congratulations. Well done. You have been accepted onto the money. It'll be transferred across to you. Would you like cash or check? And I was like, oh, maybe check might be handier than sending a load of cash over. Less innocuous. And then obviously came the uh, this was about 40 or 50 emails in then the money the money shot came along where they were like okay if you want the money all you need to do is pay us our transaction fee and pay us our processing fee and arranged from 500 quid to uh, up to 20 grand if we paid them 20 grand we would get a million quid and I mean that was that was standard and that was absolutely fine right and that's what we went for no we did we said we would pay the 20 grand we said we could send it to them via carrier pigeon and then I thought we lost them but we got them back in Okay, um, and the person replied saying, "All you need to do is send us money to a Western Union account, right?" Yeah. <clears throat> so um, let me just jump back in. Here's my emails that I have right here in front of me, and we will see just how we're going on because there's been some significant developments in the last 24 hours. So I emailed them back saying, "Yeah, there's a Western Union right beside me, right?" Mm. And then this is what I don't get. The last email I have them off them a day ago says this. I asked them, I have got a Western Money Union here. I have the cash ready to go. What do I need to do? And then our John Smith friend says, you will have to get to Western Union and you'll need to deliver the money to this address to enable your Who Fund process to be completed, right? Oh, They gave me a name. Yeah? Gave me a name. Stephen something, I won't reveal the second name. And they gave me an address. 
And where's the address? The address is over in the United States. Now, I thought that this was going to be a bogus address, okay? Okay. So I went over to Google Maps and I put in the address and it's a small town called Brookwood in Alabama. And oh. there is an actual house, really old school, white American, I don't want to say trailer trash, but <laughs> old school, old school American style um House. It's not a. It's not a trailer. It's it's kind of a, a, a poor enough looking part of Alabama, right? So you could and actually spe- see the the house that he has given you the dress the address for. Yes, I am. Wow. I'm right now on Google Streets. Right, I'm in the middle of the road and I'm staring at the house that the guy gave me. No. Yeah. Now, obviously, I thought the name was going to be fake. So the name he gave me was Stephen Ray. Junior, uh, won't reveal his surname for the crack, but this is all public record, just in case s- something happens, right? Oh my God. So Are you telling Google- me there's a Stephen that lives there? Here's what I'm telling you. The next thing that I did was Googled his name, and I Googled his name, Stephen oh no. Ray Jr., whatever his name is, and yep. the first result that pops up is from an ABC website over in the United States, right? <gasps> and the headline... Three burglary sub- suspects thwarted by gun-packing homeowner in Jefferson County. And it goes on to say that this Stephen person is a known criminal and a known felon who was arrested after a, a breaking in and a robbery kind of went south. I went on to another website where you can check for mugshots. <laughs> and this guy has been arrested numerous times. If it is the same guy, right? This guy, Stephen Ray Jr., who I googled, he is five foot ten. He was born in 1980. He uh, is 100, weighs 170 pounds, okay? He has got a number of charges against him, including he got seven years for theft of property. He got four years for burglary. He got seven years, or he got four years for stolen property concurrent. So he, he's gotten a number of charges, right? I actually cannot believe this information. This is like some kind of weird police patrol show. Da, 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 Seriously? Da. Okay. This is incredible. This is actually like don't f with cats. It is. This is what I'm, I'm getting into it now, right? So yeah. I'm doing a little bit of digging around, right? Where does Stephen Ray Jr. live? In the home. In Brookwood, that address. Alabama. <gasps> no. There is only one Stephen Ray Jr. dude who is a convicted criminal who actually lives in Brookwood. And guess what else is 11 minutes from his house? Western a Union. Western Union. Yeah. No. A Western Union. <laughs> Now, hang on a second. Now, we're not jumping to any conclusions here, but if, for example, this is the guy, okay, and that everything you're saying is matching up with the email and we have kind of solved this puzzle, does he have somebody working for him then? I don't know. This is it. I don't know. But the pieces of the puzzle we've been able to put together, right, uh, he's a convicted criminal. He's been arrested on two separate occasions, once in 2015 and once in 2017 as well. I'm not sure. It doesn't say whether he's been released or not. Now, someone may be using his name and someone may be using his address. But if you want to get money to a Western Union uh, in America, you have to obviously have proof of identification and set up an account, right? Yeah. So there is a Western Union in Brookwood in Alabama. His address is Brookwood. The address that this person gave me over the email is um, Brookwood, Alabama as well. So... Uh, the next thing, uh, the next thing that I tried to do, uh, the next thing that I tried this to do was to is find madness. I tried to find a phone number for him, right? Yeah. Did you find? And one? we we may have found one. <gasps> oh my god! Are we going to call it? I think we should. 
Now again, I don't know if, if this is, is, is we're going to get any answers. I mean, this is all, we've made a huge amount of uh, progress on the last day anyway, right? We've got a face, we've got an actual address, um, and what I'm going to do is take a screenshot of his house and send it to him via email and say, hey, message your gaff, dude. I just want to give you the money in person. I hope that's okay. Oh, that's so, a brilliant idea. So what we'll do here is, I haven't rang this number yet, so do you want to give it a ring? Yeah, what are we going to say? I'll just say, I have the money for you, man. What's going on? Now again, the number here, it may not be it may not be him we can't jump to conclusions and say that it is him right that's what i mean so how do you start this conversation we can't just jump straight into it i'll we just say, i'll just say i'll just say i have the money and then if he doesn't know what's going on i'll be like here listen someone's using your name to try and con me out of uh, 20 grand oh this could go south Oh, it could go south. We could be doing a favour. Maybe someone is, is uh, someone has had their identity stolen. And anyway, we'll give this number a ring. That again, all of this available, all of this information is publicly available. We're not hacking into anyone. We're not doing any dodgy things like that. This is all just from googling stuff on the internet, right? So let's uh, let's give the old phone a ring here. Oh my God, I'm so nervous. We could be. We don't know for sure, but we could be talking to a criminal. Yeah. So let me see. ringing we're sorry you have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no, no longer in service uh, if you feel you have reached this recording in error please check the number and try your call again or directory uh, assistance information no. oh that is such oh, so that close is so yeah so close okay. oh I thought we had something there Listen, we have a name, we have a, a, a face, we have an address, we have a lot of evidence that is mounting up. So what we might do tomorrow, tell you what, we'll send him a screen grab of his house. That's what we'll do this evening. I'm going to send him a screen grab of his house right now. Um, let me just pull this up and screen, I'll screen grab his house, okay? And I'll send that to him because he's been emailing me back and forth wondering if I've sent the money and say, hey, will I just meet you outside? Is this you? And then um, we'll see what he says to that. But in the meantime, there's a few other places that claim to have, you know, you can do background checks and trying to get numbers and stuff like that. But we're very close. I'd love to know what they say about meeting in person. <laughs> I would love to know because they will not think that you went to the effort of looking the house up and the address up and all the rest of it. They, they don't yeah. think you've done that because they're trying to just get a quick fix here. Send that over and then forget about it and then you're you're scammed and that's the end of it. Whereas now yeah. they're going, uh-oh, he's gone this far. Whoopsies. So, yeah, yeah that's, we've gotten very, very close. We're not going to give up yet, right? We got a, made a hell of a lot of progress. Unfortunately, we fell at the last hurdle there, I suppose, stumbled at the last hurdle, but we'll try I can't imagine it's very popular to do this, by the way. I can't imagine too many people actually try and figure out who this scammer is. I know, I know. Um, I just wonder if it is him. If it, like all signs point to him, uh, does it, Stephen Ray Junior has an address and is, is, is you know public record living in Brookwood, Alabama. Um, is a, has a criminal record, has a Western Union, uh, and has a physical address. All those things. So listen, um, we will see how we get on. I will send him a screenshot of his uh, of his house. I will see if uh, if there's any reaction from that, and then we'll we'll dig around. Like maybe we should ring the old sheriff's department over in Brookwood uh, and say there's an online scam operating out of this house. Uh, what do you think's going on? Or ring some of the bars around there and see if we can get any information on them. See see what his local watering hole is. But listen, if you've if you've any other tips on what we could do, what we should do to try and find out 
let us know 0876797104 still to come on the show as well this evening uh, we will be reviewing one of the worst movies I was forced to watch <sighs> last night I told it was, you it was horrible. Uh, listen, it was, it was horrible. Uh, we'll be reviewing and uh, the perfect date uh, a little bit later on. Um, so yeah, we'll be back after these. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. We just uh, sent a screenshot of the address of the home where our scam artist lives. Um, and we, we just sent him a message there. <clears throat> Saoirse? Yes? I don't want to shock you or scare you, but he may have uh, written back. <gasps> Saying what? Okay, if you have just tuned in, uh, long story short, we've been back and forth with an online scammer in America, and he basically promised us 50 grand, and he said all we have to do is pay him a fee. Um, the usual, pay a fee, uh, it's a processing fee, and you will get 20 grand, right? So easy. That's easy money. That's pretty much the, the long, the long-winded, the shortened-down version of a long-winded 70 email thread, right? Yesterday, he gave a name. He gave an actual address. The address exists. The name exists. It's a convicted criminal. He's got several mugshots up online, which you can see. And we tried a number that we found for him. It didn't work. I messaged him a screenshot of his house saying, hey, is this the house? Um, I was literally only two moments ago. He has replied. Oh, my God. Now, this is terrifying. Because he did not think you were going to go to this point. So... I sent him, right? He asked me, are you sending the payment today, Mr. Rainless Goo? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, of course. Um, At least he got the so name I right. said, Yeah, so he knows what's, what's going on. So I said, uh, yes, I am. And I sent a screenshot of his house, the address. So I went on to Google Street View, found his house, took a screenshot of it on Google Street View and sent it to him. I said, yes, I am. Just making sure this is the correct address. He said, yes, that is the address to send the payment via MoneyGram. What is the time in Dublin? Then I said, they're just making me confirm the name. Stephen Ray Blad Jr., correct. And I was like, is, is that correct? And he goes, yes, that's the FedEx cashier address. The address I sent to you was the address on the ID. Are you still getting the payment done today? Yes. And I'll say, and uh, you are Stephen, right? Stephen is a well-known criminal in the area. Now, I don't know if this still is Stephen, the criminal from Brookwood, or yeah. maybe it is someone else. Oh, God. Let me just send this right now. Well, he didn't seem afraid that you have screenshot him and his house. Yeah, which, which might be, you know, maybe, maybe, as we said, maybe it's not him. Yeah. I don't think he'd take it that well. If it was. Right. So he's currently active on Google Hangouts. Oh, oh God, are we going to call him? Yeah, we'll just give him a quick ring. Just a little ring. <laughs> just a small one. He's typing. He's typing? Oh my Let God. Let me see. Here we go. Ask him to answer. It's very dramatic, isn't it? Very. That's getting annoying now. Now, the only thing is, maybe he doesn't want to answer because his English isn't great. Which we can tell it's not great from the emails anyway. Yeah. So maybe he just doesn't want to communicate over the phone because it'll be too difficult. I want to communicate over the phone. 
I know, so do I. I have some questions that need to be answered. Hmm. Maybe ask so now he him. Said, he has said, Stephen is the FedEx cashier in charge of your Who Fund relief. Oh, brilliant. Uh, so does he work okay. for, for, for the Who? Can I speak to him now just before I process <laughs> the payment just to confirm, you know? I'd say, honestly, they've never had this much inter- interrogation in their lives. Yeah. I mean, we are wasting their time and hopefully this will divert them from spending more time trying to manipulate somebody else who mightn't, might know yeah. what the game. Might know well, if you think about to- it, you're probably saving other people from being scammed right now because they're spending all their energy messaging you instead. Because they think that you're a catch. They think that you are actually going to transfer 20 grand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We basically we told them um, if you haven't heard, we, we told them we would give them twenty grand, and they said they would give us a million quid. So, one of last time, I'm pretty sure it. they're not. I'm pretty sure they're not going to answer. Come on, we need Stephen to talk to us. No, they're not going to answer. They're, they're definitely getting that, though, aren't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm chatting with them right now. This is just like a video call and messenger when you're chatting with someone back and forth. Hmm. Okay. We'll see what he says back to that now. That we want to talk. Over the phone. Yeah, I'll just say, can you give me Stephen's number? Now I'm more confused. So that is, listen, that's the latest. Turns out that the, the name we were given of the person to send the money to is Stephen Ray something junior sent on his address and the address was in Alabama and when we searched his name in Alabama uh, the Stephen that they sent on was a convicted criminal so I mean I don't want to say we still don't know for sure 100% if it's the same person right but it's looking likely now <clears throat> I do not believe this WhatsApp that just came in but sure look we'll see hey Cormac and Saoirse I'm actually a cop in this guy's town in Alabama, and I'm familiar with him and his criminal record. I'm Irish, so I listen into your show online. It's so no. crazy this guy is scamming people, uh, <laughs> scamming people back home. If there's anything you want me to do, let me know. And they sign off by saying, Deputy Sheriff Patrick. But they've forgotten, Deputy Sheriff Patrick, that I've got my detective's hat on. And it turns out that one, your number is an 089 number from Ireland, and the name on your WhatsApp account is <laughs> Kathleen. So, uh, <laughs> Deputy Sheriff Patrick's undercover operation has been blown. I love that, though. At least they went to the effort. Jesus, you're looking for all the scammers now. Yeah, Kathleen, get out. You've been bust. You've only got four (laughs) minutes to live. They're going to find out what the crack is. Oh, that is so funny. (laughs) Yeah. So, as you mentioned, um, we're going to follow this up tomorrow. Um, We're going to ring around some of the places in Brookwood and see if we can find our friend our criminal, convicted criminal friend, Stephen, and see either one, is he involved in this scam or is he, because this guy might have turned his life around and someone might just be using his identity to kind of uh, launder and scam people out of their money. Yeah, 100%. Right. It's getting all very serious here now, right? Anyway, we'll keep you up to date with that. Um, The message is back and forth. I'll keep them ticking over, see if we can get a number. Uh, On the way next, though, (laughs) 
Um, we're we're doing a thing. It's kind of called worst movie ever here on the show, where we're getting each other to watch horrifically bad movies on Netflix. If you know of any terrible, terrible movies on Netflix that you really feel we should be watching, please let us know. As we said, this is kind of like. You know, popping spots. You shouldn't do it. You know it's bad for you. It kind of hurts, but you still can't stop yourself doing it. That's what it's like watching these terrible movies. So, uh, the movie was the perfect date. I had to watch it today. It's horrifically bad. I'll give you a review. If you have any other terrible, terrible movie suggestions that you would just, you know, they're so bad, you would enjoy uh, watching them because they're terrible. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.